0: their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car man
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 258 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez. And my co host, as always,
0: is. I'm Joe of the Car Joe Mez Podcast.
1: Yes, you are. Hey, buddy, what's up?
0: Uh, you know, uh, chilling out, Max, and relaxing all cool while shooting some b ball outside of my school. Oh, I
1: hope there weren't any guys up to no good.
0: Well, they started making trouble in my neighborhood. Oh, no! Did your auntie get scared? She said. Well, my auntie didn't get scared. My mom did. And she said, Oh, my mommy. Whoops. <laughs> and she said, You're moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. There you go.
1: Hey, Joe, I haven't played uh, this music in a while. I'm going to hit some music
0: here. Yeah. Well, tell me, where
1: in the world is Joseph DeLeo? Hey, Joe. Where in the world were you this weekend?
0: This weekend, I was up in Boston, Massachusetts. I should say Austin. Austin, Massachusetts. <laughs> hmm. Which is uh, a reference, apparently, that is uh, not a lot of people get anymore.
1: Where did he go?
0: Austin. Austin, Massachusetts. <laughs> but uh, I was up in Boston for... Uh, Live 9 for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast And uh, I was having a, a good old time at, uh, Some uh, good old surprises
1: Oh my goodness, yes The Major Pod Wrestling Podcast oh, What is it, Major Pod Figure? What is Ma- it, what's
0: it? Major Wrestling Figure Podcast <laughs> Major, I
1: said it all backwards
0: <laughs> and, and you know you've been to these live You've been to a live show before Yes,
1: it's a fun time. It was a good time. Yeah. It always looks like a good time.
0: We had a, a very good time. We had some some good special guests. Queen of Extreme, Francine was there. That's a good guest. That and was great. Joe Amore? Oh,
1: really? I didn't see that.
0: <laughs> uh the best friends, Trent and Chuck Taylor.
1: Oh, wow. You got a lot of people there.
0: Uh, your your double main man, Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards was there, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And, and my, my new pal, John Cena Sr. John Cena. Now, why wasn't he in Vegas with his son? What's going on there? So, I was talking about this with someone. And, like, at this point, like, John Cena has been in the main event of, like, every show 15,000 times. Like, do you even think he cares anymore? <laughs> I get it, but this is like uh, you know
1: John Cena is not an active wrestler really anymore. He probably get what three matches a year at this point, so it's kind of a special thing.
0: That's like if you if your kid plays little league, like at some point you're like, all right, I get it. Like I I I've seen you play. <laughs> I get it though. That's cool. So
1: that, oh, that sounds like a uh, a great time there. My goodness,
0: yeah, I did. Your your boy. Oh, what happened? Your double main man. What happened? Your, your esteemed co-host... Yeah, what about him? ...was in the main event spot. Oh, was he? You know, I I don't get out of bed unless it's for a main event nowadays. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it I'm, must have been good to have you I, flying to Boston of all
0: places. I'm just here jumping on the treadmill just wanting to be in the main event, Terry. <laughs> uh, actually, it was... I, I didn't even know. Uh, the So... Uh, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, obviously Mark Sterling, the guys behind the pod. Uh, they're my buddies, I guess. I was in the commercial with uh, with them for Pabst Blue Ribbon, which I wasn't even supposed to be in. I just kind of showed up to hang out and that stole was, the commercial, yeah. bro. Come on. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> t- sure, but I was <laughs> I was just dressed like me, and then they were like, "Yo, we got to put this guy in the commercial," <laughs> and. Uh, they love that look. So I had been doing the Yoko Shuna gimmick by happenstance, which was another mistake for a couple shows. <laughs> and they're like, yo, we just want you to come out dressed like this captain thing you got going on. And for this show, uh, I guess, you know, Broski had sent me creative like a while ago. And they wanted me to do a thing where I was going to keep coming out in a different gimmick. Trying to get over since Yoko Shuna died Trying to eat a seafood sandwich at the last live show Oh boy did he <laughs> And and then at the end I would come out as the captain Because apparently people find this Me just dressed like me waving a hose To be wildly entertaining I guess I It's, good, it's okay. a good
1: look bro It's a good look
0: I mean it, it feels comfy That's all I can say <laughs> But right before I went out Uh, About five minutes before it was time to go Zombie Sailor The guy behind Zombie Sailor's toys Who does all their uh, Custom pins that they release uh, Pulls me aside And he goes yo I gotta show you something And he shows me A exclusive To the live show Number to ten uh, Live nine exclusive Captain Shoes enamel pin So awesome and uh, it caught me right in the fields. I was definitely not expecting that. so it was very, very cool, very cool of them to do. It was like completely unnecessary. but uh, one of them I just saw like sold on eBay for like one hundred and fifty dollars uh, two days ago. That's crazy, my goodness.
1: you've become a collectible, bro. a limited edition.
0: Yeah, and uh, my mom actually commented on my Facebook today under the photo of the pin saying, she almost knows what it's like to be a proud parent now.
1: God bless mama. mama shoes.
0: Best heel in the business.
1: Uh, It was really awesome. Zombie Sailor does amazing work. The pin looks fantastic. And my goodness, couldn't be happier for you, bro. It looks awesome.
0: It's it's funny because... uh, Meyer sent me a picture today of, like, just, like, him in the car, but he's got my pin on his hat, and I'm, I'm just like, tell me if I'm wrong, or if I'm, it's just because I'm biased, but this is a cool-looking pin, right? It's a great pin. <laughs> and he's like, bro, it rules. Like,
1: It's so good. They got the perfect shot. It looks great. It's great work. So
0: we'll post it on our social media, but if you haven't seen it, and if you've seen the pabst blue ribbon commercial there's one scene where uh matt brian hornswoggle and mark are like kind of like posing by matt's pool and i'm just kind of off in the background just ripping a dart like an old school <laughs> smoking like, them heaters yeah <laughs> and, and that's what it is so i guess i'm in, i'm encouraging nicotine use swallows.
1: oh no joe <laughs> you're in trouble now Oh, and somehow, children. when
0: when that commercial aired on TNT during AEW, the one scene of me that got left in because I guess like Warner standards and practices had them cut out like any wrestling moves and on a wrestling show, brilliant. Yeah, but any any wrestling moves, any direct drinking of alcohol. But somehow, what slipped through was this one little bit of me just smoking a cigarette in the background, all the way in the back. They figured no one would notice. Oh, we
1: all noticed, bro. So yeah,
0: it was really cool. Uh, something completely unexpected, Uh, there is video of it. They actually mentioned it on this week's major pod, where they're like, Yeah, like shoes, shoes, uh, got pretty close to crying there." And it's like, "Yeah, he did. Yeah, he most certainly did." But we've discussed this ad nauseum for the past five years doing this podcast. I'm a crier, softy. He's a softy, not 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 a John crier. You know, I'm entertaining, (laughs) but you know, I am a crier. crier.
1: Oh goodness. Uh you brought up AEW and wrestling. Did you watch any wrestling this weekend? It was a big week for
0: wrestling. No, what something happened?
1: (laughs) Well, on Friday, AEW has a new show, Rampage, and uh CM Punk came out. CM Punk is back. Oh my goodness.
0: Where was he gone?
1: It's been gone. What's it been? Uh six years maybe? Five
0: years? It's been a while. Congratulations CM Punk (laughs) Actually I uh, So no I did know about that Uh, I actually was at the Red Sox game On Friday night I was there with uh, Danny from actually the Card Foundation Podcast They're a show about wrestling uh, trading cards And him him and I Were in town a little bit earlier than everyone else So we were kind of sitting around with nothing to do And he's like you want to just go to the Sox game And I'm like "Yeah." Let's do it. And we Let's went. We had, we had a really good time. So that was fun. I haven't been to Fenway since actually you and I, Gomez, had gone in With 2007. Mother's Day, right? Yes. Was mo- the Mother's <laughs> Day miracle. So good. That's a good-ass game.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, uh, Punk came out
1: great. And then on Saturday was uh, SummerSlam. You uh, pay any attention to that?
0: Literally zero. <laughs> uh,
1: what is there to talk about SummerSlam? I guess the two big things would be... Oh, three things. Oh, uh, no, two things. Uh, Becky thing Lynch is back. I was going to that's the one yeah. that
0: I, I heard about because after our show on Saturday was like a matinee show, so it was early in the afternoon. Yeah, to and, not mess
1: up SummerSlam. You don't want, you know.
0: Yeah, if people wanted to go watch SummerSlam afterwards, you know, that way they wouldn't have to, like, pick or choose. And um, while Matt, Brian, and Mark were doing their VIP meet and greet after the show, We did a live boozing with the toys from there It was really run by the uh, Major World Order guys Who were like a fan podcast about the Major Pod And like I I popped on for a little bit Got to hang out with my new best friend Francine (laughs) There are people now clamoring for her and I to do something together Because, listen, Franny and I just We had a couple drinks in us and we were just having a good time uh, excellent. Basically, it was like an episode of Cougar Town. <laughs> Cougar Town. It was. It, it was just two drunk yentas just bitching about the neighbors. It was really what it turned into. I love it. That sounds. I would watch it. And then for the rest of the night, she was like, "Where is shoes? Shoes? Get off Like I was like, "This is like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old I was just say, Would be like, "Imagine the day where Francine is looking that. for me."
1: so funny.
0: (laughs) So, but uh, one thing we did here, because there were still a lot of people hanging out around the restaurant. It was Kowloon's and Saugus. um, That people were, like, going nuts. Like, I can't believe they did this to, uh, what's her name, Brianna? Uh, Bianca. Bianca. And I was like, oh, yeah, that that sounds bad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah,
1: for anyone who doesn't know, Becky Lynch... Big, uh, you know, she's probably the number one lady in the uh, WWE. She finally made her return after having Seth Rollins' baby. Little, little Seth Rollins' baby running around. And uh, she came back and beat someone that they have been doing a very good job of building up and making her number one on the brand. Uh, beat her in about 30 seconds. Two moves. One, two, three. And... Uh, Kind of unnecessary, really Really didn't make sense, and I don't see anybody happy about it at all.
0: Now, is pretty this much... just to... I saw a clip of one of the Bella Twins, like, absolutely, like, yeah. completely shitting on the show because shitting of that. On it. And I was like, whoa. Shots fired on that one.
1: Yeah, it was a big deal. I, I pretty much... I can't see one positive thing about it online, and uh, I get it, and... Uh, well, so we'll see what's going on. Apparently, Becky Lynch is going to be a heel. Makes no sense. This girl's coming back. Everyone's excited, and she's going to be a bad guy. I don't know what's happening. So
0: so is this just done to kind of try to, I don't know, boost the the cash? You know, like something to compete with the punk comeback?
1: So the thing that WWE is all about really is, is, is the moments, making moments. That's all they really care about. And it seems that they worry about the moment, and then they'll figure it out later, you know? Gotcha. Uh, It seems that way. So it's like, oh, everyone got this awesome moment of of Becky Lynch coming back because uh, Sasha Banks was supposed to be in that match. Something happened to her. She's been out for over a week. They knew about it, still promoted it, with, I guess, the idea that, oh, no one will be upset because we got this awesome surprise. So we'll take care of it later. Nope. Shit on. The other thing that happened, Brock Lesnar's back, baby. Ooh. Not just any Brock Lesnar. Oh my. Ponytail God. Brock Lesnar. Fucking farm boy, <laughs> fucking black tee, boots, jeans, and a fucking ponytail. Beard Brock, Brock Lesnar Le- has
0: reached his ultimate form. Fucking
1: dead mode farm Brock Lesnar is just awesome. I do hate. He's come back like this a few times with the beard and stuff, and then the next day he'll shave it. It's like, come on, don't tease us, Brock. We want this Viking Brock. Please give it to us. <laughs> so other than that, I mean, you know, SummerSlam. It's it's a wrestling show. Nothing really. Who cares?
0: <laughs> it didn't. It didn't sound overly memorable for from what I have heard through the grapevine. But I did hear that it set uh, some mm-hmm. financial records. So I guess good for them.
1: I saw something like that. It's the most watched SummerSlam ever, or something like that. I guess they they do have numbers with Peacock. I guess Peacock wouldn't fudge those numbers, so I guess it's real. You know, it's not like the network where they could just say whatever the fuck they wanted, right? This is NBC Universal. I don't think they can go around just uh, shit talking.
0: No, it's it's wrestling, so never take anything at face value. <laughs> I, I
1: yes, that's true. <laughs> So, yeah, wrestling, who
0: cares?
1: I'll
0: tell you what I care about, Gomez. What do you care about? A new trailer for Masters of the Universe show dropped this week. Oh,
1: yes, I wrote this down. I actually saw it. I always forget that there are two He-Man shows out this year, the one we talked about previously, and then this one that seems to be more kid-focused, right?
0: Uh, more kid focused or completely kid focused well
1: yes completely especially compared to the other one is very graphic and adult yeah, this, this one's one very lighthearted
0: very Even much th- like a group i think they're all like kids like every character is a kid and then prince adam just comes upon the sword and like all the other kids and like he's able to transform him and now all of his friends into what we would know as the masters of the universe is how it comes it's off like, to me.
1: It's like Shazam, how they're all kids, and then they get these powers and turn into big, strong, magic
0: people. You probably yeah. don't remember Shazam. No, I remember it. I saw the movie. <laughs> I know, but it's nothing. You know, it's Shazam. It's I, not just something. Just a couple of weeks ago, I said it was one of my favorite DC <laughs> you, movies. You did. I apologize. You did. Yes, you How, did. how dare you doubt El Dandy. <laughs>
1: Uh, even the animation of this He-Man show is very kid-like. It's very something you would see on a Nickelodeon type thing.
0: Yeah, and you know, and with something like that comes a lot of bitching on the internet. I
1: was gonna say, what the fa- even though it's clearly not for you, forty-year-old man, it's not. I'm
0: but not quite, I'm, I'm sure. Not 40 yet.
1: No, I I didn't mean you You
0: general. 100% meant me. You said, no. you, Joe, of the Car Joe podcast. Uh,
1: so I'm sure the old men who are not Joe from the Car Joe Mets podcast have many opinions about this. I'm just sure of it.
0: 100%. And, of course, the new toy line to accompany this show the first pictures came out I shouldn't say the first pictures They've been kind of leaked for a while But it's the first time we got official photos of wave one And listen, they're not for me And that's fine Not everything has to be for me And yes. this is very much geared toward trying to build A new generation of Masters of the Universe fans The figures are kind of goofy And like very, very cartoony looking Like, And that's fine Will I be buying them? Probably not. I will never say completely not because I know myself better than that. And the first yes, time and you I might love
1: them, that show.
0: The first time I see them on a rack, I'm gonna be like, "Well, <laughs> you know i I could use a He-Man and a Skeletor." And so I'll
1: say when we first saw those designs, I wasn't feeling them, but seeing them on the screen, like I wasn't feeling like I thought uh, Skeletor looked like Rockshaw. You just paint them black. Yes, the toy, but on the screen, my I man said I,
0: <laughs> Skeletor seemed like Rockshaw. Like people are gonna know who that is.
1: That's for four people. That's okay. <laughs> and, and just saying, I didn't like it on the screen. It actually looked okay. Like, oh, all right, this doesn't seem bad. Skeletor looks cool here.
0: I um. So I was the same way when I saw the photos of the toys. I was like, eh, I don't really like it. It's not for me. And then when I when I did see the trailer, I also said, eh. I don't really like it. This isn't for me. <laughs> no problem. I get it. Uh,
1: when does that drop? Soon.
0: Um, you know what? I, re- I, saw I don't the remember. Date. I didn't write. Yeah, it down, I don't. I, yeah. I
1: didn't. I didn't remember. It's got to be soon. For usually Netflix, they show you something. It comes out within a few weeks.
0: Yeah, I, I, st- I still think Netflix dropped the ball with the other show with how their release schedule is working with that. But maybe this will try to fill a hole in the meantime. And who knows? Maybe. Like obviously, I'm going to check out this show because, you know, uh, as a as a paid online commentator like myself, <laughs> the host of a wildly successful weekly podcast, it is my job to do these things. So I will I will watch it, I will review it, I will talk about it. But uh, I don't know. I'm trying. I'll keep an open mind with it because I'm not I'm not going in there to hate it.
1: Do, is this uh, the same thing? Are they doing, like, uh, five episodes and a couple weeks? Do we know about that yet? Are they doing nah, the same I have shit no yet?
0: idea what they're doing with that. I got to see about that
1: one. Hmm. All right. You know, Joe, uh, last night I was bored. I must have been so bored. I said, you know what? I'm going to watch this Snake Eye movie.
0: <laughs> now, why? Hold, hold, hold the wheel right here, Pat Sajak. <laughs> We got time for another round. Gomez, didn't I specifically tell you not to? But, remember, you did say that. But, we
1: also talked about how maybe me having no G.I. Joe understanding besides the basic storyline
0: of characters that... Gomez, -Gomez, (laughs) I want you to shut the fuck up. I I want you to shut the fuck up. Um... (laughs) I just, I, I don't, you are the father of a small, impressionable child, and when you tell her to do something, do you expect her to do it?
1: No, because she doesn't listen to anything anyone ever says. I would like her to, but no. If she does it, I'm surprised and very happy. But most of my days yelling at this small child to please just do one thing I ask you of the day, please, and it doesn't really.
0: Well, help. Gomez, if if you're gonna do one thing I ask you, it would have been <laughs> do not watch Snake Eyes. But we were
1: like, oh, maybe we'll like the martial arts, the kung fu stuff, you know. And I, go
0: go. Okay, <laughs> asshole. Okay, tell me, tell me what you thought. Tell me if you like. I fucking it. hated it. I, it
1: was so bad.
0: <laughs> it was
1: terrible. Oh. It was so bad. It was boring. The action was boring. It just, I was just, I didn't care. Snake Eyes was a fucking asshole. Why do I care about this guy? It was not good. No.
0: (laughs) This is one of the worst movies, especially when it's based off an existing intellectual property. It shows n- completely zero understanding of the character and of the backstory. And when people complain about like what Mattel is doing with, like say, WWE-branded stuff or Masters of the Universe-branded stuff, I go, yo, show Mattel a little bit of respect because at least they're not Hasbro doing whatever it is the fuck that Hasbro thinks they're doing with the G.I. Joe brand because everything they touch is turned into fucking shit right now. Terrible.
1: When's the last good G.I. Joe We talked about this. It wasn't the movies. Is there was there like a 2000s sh- part of the show, the, a cartoon series or anything? I want
0: Renegades was pretty good. I don't really okay. remember the timeline of that. Was it that one? It's been like... a long time, hasn't it? it? It feels like it. I mean, I've actually been rewatching the uh, original 80s Real American Hero series on Tubi. They have the whole series up there for free if you want to watch that. Tubi
1: is wonderful for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, Tubi for anyone who
0: doesn't, it, it gets, I feel like it doesn't get much play or much appreciation. But they have a very, it's free, number one. And there's such a wide selection of kind of weird and rare stuff Just up there.
1: Random, random shit that you wouldn't even think. And yeah, it's a lot of shit you won't find on Netflix. It's a weird shit. if you like weird shit. Oh, it's it's my shit because it's perfect for me.
0: Yeah, and it's got for me like someone like me who enjoys a lot of old like '80s cartoons and stuff. I mean, there is a ton of stuff up there. So I always feel like it should be higher on my list of apps to go check when I'm in the mood to watch something. But there's a very wide range of variety available to stream for free. I see
1: uh, when I'm looking up movies, I see I have an app and it tells me where the movies are located. Uh, Tubi is popping up a lot more and more for things that I I wouldn't expect. So definitely check out Tubi. Uh, So G.I. Joe is on there, you said uh, you've been watching?
0: Yeah, the, uh, the full series is up there. As well as part two of the series, and then G.I. Joe Renegades is up there. And I believe, what's the other one called? Sigma Six or hmm. something. And um, I believe that's the one where like a couple G.I. Joes get in trouble with the law, and they got to go on the run to clear their names, kind of like the A-Team. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a fun one.
1: Hmm. Not too bad. Maybe I'll check it out. I've, I've always uh, been interested.
0: Or maybe it's Renegades. I might uh, be confused. but either I'll look way, into it.
1: I've always wanted to see about some G.I. Joe, because that's one thing, other than playing with the figures, I never really, I can't say I watched much of of any G.I. Joe shit. The movies, I've seen more movie live action G.I. Joe stuff than any animated stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, G.I. Joe would be more around your time, like we always talk about, you're a couple years younger, and when you're a kid, just a couple years makes a big difference in the trends and what you're into, so... G.I. Joe, I could see being more in your wheelhouse.
1: Check that out. G.I. Joe. I'm talking like it's something new. G.I. Joe. I'm, I'm going to check that out, Joe. Let me write that down. G.I. Joe on <laughs> 2 Fucking 40-year-old show. Uh, let's talk something new. Did you see that Spider-Man trailer, Joe?
0: So, I did. And um, I got to say, is it just me or... Maybe Doctor Strange shouldn't be the Sorcerer Supreme. Like, what? What are you fucking, fucking new? Fucking idiot, bro! What are you
1: doing? I thought I thought we moved past this, bro. I thought you you grew as a human. You realized the error
0: of your ways.
1: Hey, he's right back. Like to you, fucking you understand
0: the importance of keeping on a straight and narrow line. In you know, for your purpose in the world. And now your, your little teenage friend is going to come up to you, ask to change the fucking timelines of the multiverse, and you're just going to do it on a whim? It's like, oh, make everybody not know that I'm Spider-Man. Oh yeah,
1: no problem, bro. I got you. Yeah, 2 seconds. Let me whip that up.
0: Yeah, hold on. Let me just disrupt the fucking time and space continuum across multiple timelines just to appease you, Peter Parker. Like,
1: it's not one or two people. He's asking for every person in the world. How is that acceptable? I don't even understand.
0: Like like and and Wong Wong is there and he's like, hey, Dr. Strange, don't do this. You know, kind of like when I'm there and I'm like, hey, Gomez, don't watch Snake Eyes. And Dr. Strange and Gomez are just there like giving the old wink and nod like, okay, Joe Wong, I won't do this. But the second that little portal closes and I go to get a tuna melt, guess what Gomez is doing? Push and play. what Dr. Strange is doing? What a bunch of jerk-offs. You and Dr. Strange.
1: I don't want to blame Wong because he's free to do what he wants. But, bro, come on. You should you know should better. You should never have left that house. You should know better. Let me just wait two minutes here. Hold on.
0: <laughs> you know, that was like if I told my mom, like, we, we weren't going to do something and she would leave the house. My mom was smart enough to like go to the corner, just turn around the block, and come right back and find us doing that shit on the lawn. Like if we were wrestling on the lawn or something. (laughs) And she'd be like, you little cocksuckers, I fucking knew I couldn't leave you here.
1: See that? Smart. She's smart. Wong, not smart. All hell breaks loose and looks like we're getting our multiverse here, getting all our different Spider-Mans. Oh my goodness, I'm excited.
0: Well, I guess they would be Spider-Men, right? Yeah, I
1: know. All oh, Spider-Men
0: uh, Yeah
1: <laughs> All of them together It's gonna be great I ho- I wonder how long Like uh, People are theorizing Like oh what we see is probably like The very beginning of this movie Like all this shit probably happens Pretty pretty much at the beginning So I wonder how much Crazy multiverse How many of these guys we're gonna get Like at the end of the trailer People don't see it I mean too bad uh, Doc Ock Alpha Melina shows up Excellent. Hello, Pete. It's so good. Perfect way to end. Very cool. I wonder how much of that we're going to get. I think
0: that movie still holds Uh, on. That Spider-Man 2 with Alfred Molina. The best. That movie, it was great at the time, and I think it's still great now.
1: So I wonder how much of that we're going to get. Is it going to be quick little things like this? Are they going to be around for the whole movie? It could go a lot of places, so I'm very interested I won't watch any more trailers.
0: You know what I'm hoping we don't get? Oh what? Jamie Foxx as electric.
1: I think we are, bro. Honestly. I I, oh, I think geez. I think we're getting happy birthday, bro. <laughs>
0: it's my birthday. Time for me to blow out my candles.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, we have to. I think we're getting him, we're getting Andrew Garfield and someone said Paul Giamatti as a <laughs> rhino, obviously.
0: I wish someone he said was,
1: he was so memorable. Someone mentioned they saw the reptile from uh, the first Andrew Garfield Spider Man. They saw him lurking around, quick in one of the shots.
0: We'll see. Oh, who was the actor in that? Uh
1: it was some. Um, it was some British guy, I believe. Right? Was it like the guy I, from Notting Hill or something? The friend?
0: I, I want to say he was the field goal kicker in the. Yes, yes. I think Keanu that's Reeves. the same guy
1: I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. I think it is him. H-
0: He's wiry and he couldn't kick the field goal at the last game because he was worried about the gamblers he had to pay off. <laughs>
1: it's a lot of uh, mixed mixed thoughts on that movie. Some people love the replacement, some people think it's dog shit. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. People don't like that movie? I, that it's something I've learned so you know, we learned that every movie is somebody's favorite and also every movie is the worst movie ever made apparently to a lot of people. The Replacements people hate that movie I've learned recently on social media. You
0: got to be kidding me. Uh, to me The Replacements is the perfect like afternoon cable TNT perfect T- or rewatchable movie cable of the day. movie. Yes. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Oh,
1: 20 minutes in, let me watch it. Oh, 20 minutes left, let me watch it. It is perfect. Perfect TNT channel movie.
0: And there there's enough in that movie. There's there's quotable lines. There's the whole scene where they're in jail and they're dancing to I Will Survive. Like there's just there's just so much goodness in that movie that makes it eminently rewatchable.
1: I'm surprised the Keanu Reeves movies. People love Keanu Reeves. I can't imagine people shitting they on one do. of his movies.
0: We do love Keanu Reeves. <laughs> we think about every all the good thing think about all the good movies he's made. Over the course of the past, I don't know what, 30, 35 years? Thirty years? He's
1: got a pretty solid, pretty solid list, I'm sure.
0: He's got speed, <laughs> point break, Johnny mnemonic. Johnny mnemonic.
1: Johnny mnemonic's a good movie.
0: I I like it. <laughs> I like it. I I love making Johnny Mnemonic references like in my real life and then have people just like completely mystified as to what I mean. And then I just snap my fingers and point and I go, think about it. And I walk away.
1: Hey, Joe, let's play IMDb game, Joe.
0: Oh, oh I'm excited. Keanu, let's
1: go, baby. What do you think his four movies are here?
0: Oh, okay. Keanu Reeves, IMDb game. I'm going to say The Matrix. Yes. Okay, definitely The Matrix uh one of the John Wicks
1: No, surprisingly, I'm very surprised there is no John Wick movie on here.
0: Mm. Let's see. Maybe Speed. Can Speed be Speed on?
1: Speed is definitely on there. Very good. Those two definitely should be on the list. 100%. A-
0: absolutely. So I wa- So I'm trying to separate my own Keanu move Keanu Reeves movie love. Of course.
1: I think of the masses. I, I that's what I assume. I'm sure there's some other nonsense to this this four list here. But uh I think of popularity, I would think.
0: Cause like I, I wanna say Bill and Ted, but I'm like, is it that big of a movie on his on his resume? Probably not, in comparison to some of the other roles he had. Um there's probably a second Matrix movie on here in all honesty.
1: There is a second um, Matrix movie on here.
0: Is there really? Okay, which one?
1: Uh number two. Reloaded.
0: Oh that that's the worst one.
1: I thought three was the worst one. I, I haven't seen these movies well, in a while.
0: I, I I two and three are completely unwatchable to me. I
1: thought three I thought two had some stuff, and then three two, was I, just I no.
0: Yeah, I think two would have been better had three been good. Like it was yes that too yes I do remember
1: thinking that too and
0: then three was not good so like it was like ah, I knew I should have hated two when it came out um jeez what's uh, what see if 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 it was
1: me it would be Matrix Speed John Wick Bill and Ted I think those four will be the things he's remembered for he's done a lot of other things that are just as good people like lots of his movies we just mentioned replacements. But I think those four things.
0: What's the one with Al Pacino, where he's the is that the Devil's oh, Advocate? Oh, Devil's Advocate. That was a pretty big one at the end of the nineties.
1: Yes, that's not there. Constantine, that's not, I know.
0: Oh, oh, um, this has got to be it. The one where he's like the baseball coach in the Bronx <laughs> or something. <laughs> the, hard, hardball. The baseball hardball? <laughs> coach.
1: <laughs> yes, everybody had a you know everyone's got to do a. An emotional an emotional sports kids movie. This was Keanu's hardball. Oh
0: okay, so, my goodness. Alright, let me go. So is it hardball? No,
1: it is not hardball.
0: <laughs> okay. Is it is it a walk in the clouds? No,
1: a walk in the clouds. Remember that what's the other one with the right, was that was him with the thing in the lake house, right? Is that the name of the lake house?
0: Sweet sweet November.
1: Is that the thing where he puts, like, a note in the mailbox and then it goes through time or something? Do you remember that?
0: Well, does Doctor Strange touch it at the whim of his friend? Who knows? It could. Wait, hold on. The Lake House. Yes. Yes. I think it is called It is The, the Lake, lake house. house with
1: Sandra Bullock. They returned. They reunited. And it's something about they put a letter in a box and, like, it travels through time and it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen it.
0: Uh, what about my own private Idaho? Now we're
1: scraping the uh,
0: barrel of my own Idaho. No, I've because no, the man's done so much, and so much of it is at such a high quality that if it's not chain reaction, I don't know what it could be. Jeez. Unless I've already said it, and it's point break, and I just like skipped it because I was like, oh, point break. It's point break. You uh, fucking kidding me. Hey, Utah, give me
1: two. <laughs> that's the best wow i just learned look at this this bill and taylor cartoon had both guys came back and did the voice that's pretty cool you don't see that very much
0: and it had action figures
1: and even roof oh george carlin came back as rufus that's awesome oh i gotta check that out i don't know if i've ever really watched that i remember it being a cartoon i remember it but i don't think i ever watched the cartoon.
0: Um, I feel like I have at the time if if I'm not mistaken it only lasted maybe like one season so it would have been like 13 episodes
1: was this was this like a CBS show? It seems like a CBS show they had all those kind of those weird like the mask and dumb and dumber cartoons shit like that so It says 13 episodes uh, it's possible one season 13 episodes
0: yeah for a while I want to say it was on Netflix. <clears throat> Like years ago, and uh, because I remember they also had like the animated Karate Kid series, oh, there was like a I bunch of weird shit about popping that. up, <laughs> yeah. Like, like 10 years ago, when Netflix was really just starting to bolster their streaming options, they had everything because everybody was giving yeah. up any,
1: no one cared. They were like, Yeah, hey,
0: you can have whatever you want, bro. Mm. Yeah, so you were getting like a lot of weird and random, like you get on Tubi now, basically. Mm. Um... But it was. Uh, I want to say it was up there for a while. But even that, I want to say would have probably been like ten years ago.
1: Hmm, interesting. So there you go. Keanu Reeves, IMDb game, The Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, Point Break, and
0: Speed. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's a hell of a solid four.
1: It's not bad. I would. I would definitely get rid of the Reloaded. I don't think we need two Matrix up there. That's silly. I agree with that. Yeah. Like I said, throw a John Wick in there, Bill and Ted, and I got no problem with it. It's A
0: walk in the clouds.
1: <laughs> oh, Keanu's the best. Uh-
0: <laughs> uh, Gomez, I just want to give a, a quick shout-out, a quick thank you to a listener, uh, Eddie Bowman, who Ooh. is actually the one person who tweeted us at Car Jomez. Using the hashtag belly button splash and also use the hashtag vinyl machine <laughs> to list his top five favorite movie soundtracks and he will be getting a signed eight by ten. So once again, if you listen to this, you want a signed eight by ten, I will send you one if you tweet us showing us a screenshot that you're subscribed to the podcast and use the hashtag belly button splash.
1: Thank you for uh listening, bro.
0: belly button splash
1: I love it hey Joe uh last week I went on a trip to Hershey Pennsylvania
0: where in the world (laughs) is
1: Gomez (laughs) Not much to talk about. It was a fun trip, you know. We went on the rides, had a good time. You know, it's good. But I wanted to talk about a candy I bought from there because it's Hershey. See,
0: now this is what... Now let's get down like, to tacks. This... Tell me about the good stuff. So... Like your family, whatever. But, I mean, yeah, it's, let a, me... it's a
1: trip. We went to the music park. We had a good time. What is there to say? We had good food. It yeah. was good. So... For those who don't know, Hershey Park, they have a giant selection of candy because of course it's Hershey. And some of the stuff they have is new flavors and uh, odd flavors. Uh, There's uh, like kisses that are like uh, birthday cake flavor, strawberry ice cream flavor, like shit like that. So they they got lots of stuff. Uh, My daughter always loves to get the giant chocolates, the giant kisses, the giant Hershey bar. This year she bought a giant uh, Kit Kat but it was just a box with, like, a hundred little Kit Kats inside. So it was a little disappointing.
0: Oh, that's kind of disappointing. It was very
1: disappointing. It, it makes for a good picture, but then you open it up and it's like, Aw.
0: But Now, it was just a regular Kit Kat or was it a special flavor Kit Kat? No, it was, it was a regular
1: Kit Kat. I recently tried, I found this at Walgreens, so everyone listening can uh, check there, a fruity cereal Kit Kat. It was like Fruit Loop kit kat and it was wonderful joe you gotta try it it's really good
0: so i i've actually seen it um i've seen it at my my local wawa yes when i'm there in the morning to uh buy some coffee and you know what the thing is with me it's when i'm there usually it's very early in the morning so i'm not thinking about picking up a snack ah, i know it's right by
1: the register though just grab it save it's right it save a whole that's yeah. why i did it i was
0: like i gotta
1: and just save it for later. I think you'll... I, you gotta try I don't have that in me.
0: <sighs> I'd like to save it for later. Because like, if, I, if I have it, and I know I have it, I'll, it's my Kit Kat, and I want it now. <laughs> so that's what Shiloh
1: bought, the giant Kit Kat. I bought this thing. It was Hershey candy-coated chocolate. So basically, like, their version of M&M's. Like an M&M? Yes. Yeah, okay. So I bought this. Because, I don't know if you remember, many years ago, there was a product called Kissables. Do you remember this, Joe?
0: Yes, 100%. Where they were
1: little mini kisses that were candy
0: coated. were mini kisses candy were that coated. had the candy coated, yes.
1: So I bought this and said, this has got to be like Kissables. It was like an old-timey package. I guess it's one of the first... Things they made like in the thirties, forties, whatever the fuck it was, you know.
0: See, now when you said old timey, I was gonna say what, like nineteen ninety-five?
1: <laughs> so it's like something they made like a old long time ago. I think I still have the bag. I will I'll take a picture of the bag. So I bought this going, This says candy coated Hershey. I mean Hershey is kisses, this has gotta be like kissables. Let me
0: tell let me tell you, Joe. What would it be?
1: It's kissables. Oh Bingo! my goodness. As a, Celebration! I, I gotta go online and see if I can order more, or if I gotta take another five-hour trip and buy five bags of kissables. Let me tell you
0: something, kissables for that. I mean, it felt like they were only available for maybe like a, a window of a couple of years in the in Hundred percent, right? like,
1: like two, three years. It was rock and roll time. But
0: you're getting that Hershey's chocolate on the inside. That shit was bomb So it was
1: like a handful Cause that's something you don't really get with Hershey You don't get like a handful of Hershey You get like Cause kisses are big So if you put a handful of kisses in your mouth That's a lot of chocolate So No it looks like you got the mumps (laughs) So this is like a nice Perfect handful of chocolate With that little extra something in the kit Oh my goodness Joe It was the best It was was the best trip We had a great time
0: (laughs) See I used to love taking like the kissables and, like, just loaded up my, my mouth, which is sexy talk. But I love, like, when I have something like that, and I can just let it melt. And I feel like... Now I feel like that chocolate sauce getting, like, all melty you know, in my gums and shit.
1: <laughs> so sexy, Joe. Chocolate sauce. Yeah. <laughs>
0: chocolate sauce. You know, because it's just that slow melting, and you feel it. You feel it on your tongue. You feel it getting on your teeth. Like, it's like, fuck yeah, man. Mm, yeah.
1: So... If you go to Hershey, PA, or you can find these somewhere and kisses, Kissables was your shit, bro, you got to find this.
0: And also, if you live in, like, one of these weird towns where that's just on a shelf at your local convenience store, let us know. Yes. Because I, Gomez will drive I there. need
1: to know where I need to, uh, what I need to put in my map app to get there. Yeah.
0: Because
1: I'm going. <laughs> I bought another thing, Joe. I bought for Shiloh. I bought this JoJo cereal, JoJo Siwa, if anyone knows who this is, this little girl who sings and dances, and she wears these really big bows and shit like that, little kids. So what like is she, a, like a Disney channel? She's like a Disney girl, I don't know if she was Disney, I think like dance, I don't know, some bullshit, but <clears throat> she, uh, she, yeah. But she has a cereal. Yeah, so she has a cereal, it was straw. So she's obviously a big
0: deal somewhere. She is,
1: I mean she has TV series, movies, concert. like okay. it's like she's a big deal in the the girl, I mean I guess little boys like it, but it's it's girl stuff wearing a big bow. Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh so do you think we should do that? I wear bows all the time. I get yelled at because Shiloh's like, Don't wear my bows, and I'm like, but I look so good, honey. How can you
0: deny me? What is going on? <laughs> like, we should post pictures like with really nice bows on and see if that helps download.
1: <laughs> you got it. Jojo bows, they're called, they're like oversized bows. So like Minnie Mouse, you okay. know how she wears a big-ass bow? So it's like that. Yeah, yeah, so if you see a kid, like in your local store, because I don't know where you see kids, obviously. Uh,
0: I try not yeah, to exact exactly. That's movie. what I
1: mean. You know, you just happen to see them because sadly they're allowed in spaces that you're allowed in. Uh, oh, more <sighs> on that in a bit. <laughs> if, if you see them with a big bow, it's called a Jojo bow. So she has this cereal just came out, and it's strawberry cereal with marshmallows. And I bought this going...
0: Hold on. Hold on. Strawberry cereal with marshmallow. Yes, sir. That just happens to be around the same time we're having all this talk about when is too early for Halloween. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Gomez, you know, I'm no Detective Columbo, but I am Chuck Palumbo. (laughs) And to me, that sounds an awful lot. Like Frankenberry. That's
1: why I bought it. I said, you know, she might not like it because when she has a cereal that has marshmallows, she just wants the marshmallows. And I don't blame her. The marshmallows are amazing. But you yeah, got to like mix it like every other kid that's yeah, ever existed. Exactly. Duh. So, you know, so she don't want the other stuff. So I'm like, well, maybe it's JoJo. She'll try it. She loves strawberries. She loves strawberry milk. So I'm like, you know, let's try it. And if all else fails, I have a feeling this it tastes like Frankenberry. And guess what? It does. She hates the cereal. So it's all mine. Woohoo! So you got a box of Franks. Yes, I do. <laughs> I went to Target the other day, and I was shocked to see back-to-school stuff was still out. It was not Halloween yet in Target. I could not believe it. Really? Yes. It was last week. We were like, you know what we didn't do? Back-to-school shopping. We were like, ugh, there's probably like a small section left probably nothing left because i'm sure they got the halloween stuff out no not one halloween thing yet it was all back to school stuff i couldn't believe it
0: i where do you stand that you're a horror guy by nature but where do you stand on like when it's too early for a holiday to be out there or whatever because right now the internet's having that argument again like oh you need to let people be happy and and then the world sucks like let people have their 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 skeleton decorations where do you stand on this
1: I see both sides, of course, uh, because at the end of the day, what the fuck do you care if I'm going to the store to buy Halloween stuff? But I do hate when stores rush out, rush the rush the holidays, because Halloween will be over. Sometimes not even it'll be October 25, and, and you'll see Christmas yeah. stuff out, and that's where I'm like, come on, bro, like, what are we doing? Like, can Halloween just end? Like, you don't, you're not having Thanksgiving stuff. It, it's Christmas. We can wait a week. It's okay. For Halloween stuff, I mean, there's nothing really. It's the end of summer. Like, who, what, what are you buying? It's essentially back to school Halloween. I got no problem with Halloween stuff coming out.
0: Who cares? I don't know. Like, I don't see both ends of it. I think people need to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Listen, we'll get to Halloween. We'll get there when we get there, though. We don't need your pumpkin so, spice in fucking July. So...
1: Well, that so what do you want it then? Is the end of August, so next week Halloween can come? September when, when can Halloween come? September 9th. Okay. Well, I start six weeks of horror around the 19th to 20th. See? So, I, you know, I get it. Sure.
0: But, you know, who cares? And Christmas, not a day before November 22nd.
1: Well, that listen—that's the ideal world. But I do understand that you do need to sell product to have you know before the holiday. So I get that. And Thanksgiving, you're not really—you're not celebrating with decorations. Thanksgiving,
0: we put up in July, obviously. (laughs) The best holiday. You just get to sit and relax and enjoy everything without having to pretend like you give a shit about your third uncle twice removed. It's the best.
1: You know, last year. I felt like CVS and Walgreens were being really stingy with their 50% off Halloween candy. I
0: agree with this.
1: Oh, good. It wasn't just me. I was like, yo, 20% off? It's fucking November 4th. What are we doing here?
0: So, I don't know. I guess, first off, it's become a thing now, right? Like the day after the holiday yes. people are November rushing the 1st, stores. candy time yes, people are rushing the stores now cuz it, it never used to be that way it just used to be like oh there's a whole thing of 50% off candy great but then you'd go back like a week later or 10 days later and it would be 75% off with with still a pretty good selection like yeah i felt like this past year if you went to the store to get some 50% off candy you basically had to be there at opening like there was tickets to a U2 concert Because otherwise you weren't getting them.
1: It was crazy. That's good. See, I'm not alone. It wasn't just the New York thing No, it was
0: wild. Because all I picture is that one episode of Saved by the Bell where they got to wait in the mall at the ticket distributor to get the U2 tickets, but then they find the bag of money and then they're trying to hide from the people that they think are after them for finding the bag of money when really it's been a a candid camera show the whole time and these people are just trying to get them on camera, but they go to the the sporting goods store and hide in the the camping tents that have been strategically set up. That way no one can find them. But then Screech uses the money to buy the UTE. It's it's bananas. It's craziness, Sugar Cookie. But that's what I think Halloween candy is now. Uh. (laughs) So now everybody
1: knows... Halloween's coming in a month or so, make sure, two months, make sure you go early for your Halloween candy, 50% off. No diddle-daddle. Gotta be there. Store opens at 9, get that tent like Screech.
0: Yes, just like Screech, only alive.
1: Aww. Uh, Joe, we've, uh, been rambling here, and, uh... We haven't talked about one of the few things we mentioned that we would talk about this week.
0: Yeah, it's a Netflix's movie called, uh, what is it? Untold, it's a, untold, right? Yes, it's a, it's a series. It's a series of individual documentaries.
1: Yeah, and the first episode was about Malice at the Palace. Which
0: I thought was a lot more recent than it was, but really what we found out is just my memory is not what it used to be.
1: Time just blends together, bro. It's all one fucking day. Oh, goodness. Yes, this was in 2004, contrary to Joe's belief that this happened in the Twitter age. This was a long, long time ago. And for those who don't know, it was about two basketball teams punching the shit out of the fans. Rightfully so. Yes. But punching the shit out of the fans. Uh... People haven't really uh, talked about this much because there's been lawsuits, so this is kind of a big deal to have this documentary out there to uh, set some things straight or what have you. Uh, Joe, what you think about this documentary here?
0: Uh, very interesting because, like I said when we mentioned it, I kind of just thought it was one of those things where because it happened in like a very modern time, we kind of knew everything that we... We're supposed to know about it, you know, and I really didn't think that there would be much out there to really uncover, or like anything like that. Like, oh man, this changes. Th- this piece of information changes everything now. Like anything like that, and I still feel like that's true for the most part. Having watched this, um, it was interesting. I mean, if you're a basketball fan, obviously, or if you're just. A person who likes uh real-time true crime, I guess. Uh it's it's interesting to that. Really, the one thing that I got out of it was like, yo, those fans, each and every one of those fucking fans really did deserve to get fucking smacked in the mouth.
1: I'ma say it. I was very disappointed with this documentary. Uh there wasn't
0: really a lot of meat on the bone. It right? wasn't
1: there was nothing to it. It was it was there was nothing to it. It was like, hey, we had a fight. Let's talk to a couple people, and that's it. Like, there's little things that are hinted on that never get talked about. It was just I was very disappointed. Now, I'm kind they, of disappointed. they do
0: interview Metal World Peace. They interview Stephen Jackson. They interview Jermaine O'Neal. They interview Donnie Walsh. So these are like the people who are most associated with this uh, incident in Detroit. But for the most part, the movie is like about building the Pacers. Like, oh, here's how we yes. went about team building, and we were getting ready to win a championship.
1: Yeah, um, there was interesting things. I don't want to say nothing was interesting. Uh, Meta World Piece is a very interesting person. Ron Artest telling his side of things and uh, learning about him, and uh, he was always been clowned on for being, you know, this crazy ass guy. Obviously, now in hindsight, we have more information about how he suffered severely with mental health. But at the time, I mean, who didn't have jokes about crazy-ass Ron Artest doing crazy things?
0: No, that was the thing. It was always like, yeah, toughen up, you know, Sunshine. Let's, like, stop being crazy and fucking go play your game. You get paid millions of dollars to play basketball. How is your life so bad, you know?
1: Yes, so that was interesting to get that that perspective uh, from him. But uh, other than that, it was just a couple guys saying, yeah... You know, I went in the crowd I punched some guy Because they threw some shit at me I'd do it again, you know, whatever eh, It was nothing to it So I'm kind of disappointed And I don't know if I want to watch Some of the other There's other <clears throat> episodes coming out In this series And it sounds interesting
0: There was one other episode I think I saw up now I, I It wasn't even With in, Christy Martin Christy Martin The lady boxer Yeah, and I was like oh. Huge
1: back in the day It yeah, was crazy Yeah, she was
0: a big star, absolutely She was like I don't want to say, like, she was, like, a main event draw on pay-per-view, but I felt like she was, like, a hyped part of, like, all the mega boxing cards undercards.
1: 100%. I mean, she was – I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if she had her own shows, but, I mean, boxing was popular at the time. Mike Tyson was coming back and Riddick Bowe, Der, uh Holyfield, all that stuff. So she, she was up there, and I remember such a big deal about being made that – yeah, you know, lady boxing. Oh my goodness, yeah. what is and this? I want to
0: say she was even featured in like ESPN Sports Center commercials. Yes, like I like. Yes, she I was. I don't know them like specifically, but like something like she's in the office and like throws a jab at like Keith Olbermann or some shit like that. Something
1: like that. Some boxing related. Yes, hundred percent. So like that sounds interesting, but I'm like eh, maybe they just don't do good job at this documentary series. So I have I, to I have to say, and, it and that's this the thing. One. Like
0: I didn't want to just come out and and completely shit on this because, like, it, there's nothing like overly bad about it, but there's just really you know, like, and it's it's quick. It's in about a little over an hour. Yeah, it I think. goes so quick. It's not long, and like the information, like it's like if if it was just like a regular like Indiana Pacers documentary, you'd be like. Oh this is pretty good It's telling you why they made like the trades and transactions They did to try to build the roster this way But that's not what this movie is supposed to be about And uh, Like when it gets to the actual incident You're just like Okay but like where's the The happening new information That's okay like And it never shows up But they do have a couple interviews with like some of the fans Who were in the middle of this And each and every one of them I'm like You know what like you fucking deserved it like, I wish Jermaine O'Neal didn't slip and, like, only hit the guy half speed that was, like... <laughs>
1: He'd be fucking dead. Like, it, it, that guy who called him a bit is a bitch move. Shut the fuck up. You're on the fucking court. You should be hit with a fucking he, he chair. He runs
0: out onto the court, and he's coming at Jermaine O'Neal. Like, what, what's Jermaine O'Neal supposed to do? It wasn't... Like, he didn't cold cock him from behind or anything. He, he came up right to his face and just punched him. Like, and, and he's like, oh, yeah, it was, uh, like, a bitch move. Fuck you. And then he's out there going, you know, I thought if I if I told him how hurt I was, I'd get some money out of it. Like, it's, that's the bitch move.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, if you're a basketball fan, I mean, I think you'll find some stuff interesting. And, you, I, again, I, you're not going to hate this documentary, but you're just going to go, oh, that's it? Okay. Yeah, you're oh, going to move on with right. your
0: life and just be like, oh, yeah. all right.
1: Cause it's not even, like, uh, it's not really to talk about. Like, I, I figured we'd be like, yo, and then you hear him say this, and we was like, what? There's, like, really nothing nothing like that. Yeah.
0: So so very upsetting. Yeah, not, not even worth spending even too much more time on, so why don't we just hit some music? Are you our man? A double main man. Are you our man? A triple main man. A man, man, man. A quadruple main man. Are you our man? Are you our man?
1: All right, Joe. Where does malice in the malice at the palace fall on your main man standings?
0: Um. Very uh, mediocre. I'm. I'm only going to give it one and a half main men. It just yeah, it's a, there and yeah. whatever.
1: A two because it's informative, especially if you don't know about the incident. Maybe this will be something like, "Oh my God, what did you know there was a fight?" Oh my, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> they talk about hockey. And the violence in hockey, and they never, they don't even show anything, talk about it, because there's instances where hockey people have gone in the stands and attacked fans, and uh, you know, just not very well, uh, not good documentary work. Yet. No,
0: like like I said, the the main story, the the hook for this movie was supposed to be about the actual fight, and after all this time, you would think that that would mean. Some kind of new information or new angle or twist on the story or something. And if that's what you were looking for, like I was, then you're going to leave here disappointed because that itch does not get scratched.
1: So Netflix is dropping another documentary this week that I think we might be interested in. It's called Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal and Greed. Now, I don't know about you, but that title alone I'm like I got to see what the fuck Bob Ross was into.
0: I have this is the first I'm hearing of this. Where so where is this?
1: Netflix. It comes out uh the 25th, 26th of Netflix, of uh the week. Okay. Think it'll be interesting. Are you a Bob Ross fan? You know, did you
0: watch Happy Trees I, Growing Up? I did cuz I feel like if you were up early on a Saturday morning back in the day, like in the 80s you would turn on your TV and Bob Ross would be on... This
1: motherfucker would be painting. ...painting away
0: <laughs> before paint it. before the cartoons came on. He was like the lead-in to the Saturday morning cartoons, I feel like. But will I would I say I'm a outrageous Bob Ross fan? No. When he got like no. this little... um, Yes. Like... Became a thing. Resurrection. Yeah, like when he became a thing uh, w- within the past five years pretty much. Like he had Funko Pop toys... And, you know, it felt like that was, like, the cool new old thing to like on the internet. Like, I'm like, yes. yeah, like, it was cool. I remember him doing the happy little tree bullshit. But, like, I'm not going out there buying a Bob Ross Funko Pop.
1: <laughs> it's true. I agree. I love Bob Ross as a kid. I watched it. I like to draw and paint and stuff. So, I would watch and try to, to do his shit. So, yeah, I, See, I liked it. But, like,
0: I, I, he was one of these to. motherfuckers that just pissed me the fuck off. Because
1: What because he just did like four hundred things and turn and all of a sudden like, it was a fucking like, mountain? I am
0: someone who cannot draw a straight line. And this motherfucker would just be like wildly brushing away and then all of a sudden You'd
1: be like, What the fuck? he's ruined the painting? What are you doing? And then all of
0: a sudden he got painting. this incredible mountain scene incredible. in front of him. Just like And there's no rhyme or reason. His hand looks like like he has Parkinson's more than anything. The man just doesn't stop (laughs) shaking. And all of a sudden, he's got this incredible landscape, and I'm here trying to draw a fucking circle. So funny. It's the truth. And it's just like, like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, how dare you? I'm fucking six years old. I'm waiting for the goddamn Smurfs to come on. And it's just like, you're here throwing this in my face.
1: So that comes out this week. I thought maybe that'd be fun to talk about. See what's up. Netflix is also dropping one other thing that might be of interest. Uh, He's all that, a remake of She's All That.
0: Oh, is this a movie or a show? Or I believe it's a movie,
1: and it's about a a popular girl makes a loser boy popular. Revert, oh, role reversal there. Role reversal. Yeah, yeah switch it up. And I believe our triple main woman, Rachel Lee Cook, is in here. Oh,
0: she better be. I had the opportunity to meet to meet Rachel Lee Cook at a uh, Comic-Con in Raleigh, North Carolina about two years ago. And, man, that that brought back, like, how often do you get to meet, like, one of the people, like, you had a crush on, like, when you were, like, high school age or as a kid or whatever? Of course. And, like, yeah. Rachel Lee Cook... Couldn't have been nicer, couldn't have looked better. Like it was like everything you could have hoped the experience of meeting one of your crushes to be was like perfect. Like it was like I booked it myself.
1: That sounds great. Lucky guy. Lucky guy, Joe. Yeah, it's Look at Josie this.
0: from Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, uh,
1: so that's another thing we could check out. We'll see. Who knows. Whatever.
0: Uh, have you uh kept up with Marvel's What If? I did see episode
1: two that was the what if T'Challa was Star-Lord. Even though Star-Lord was a name that Peter Quill had, but, you know, whatever. Yes, I saw that. It was great. So much better than the first one.
0: uh, Let's not go too far. You may have forgotten the first episode was about Agent Carter.
1: It was good, and I loved it because it brought back memories. But that one... It was too much. Of it was
0: too similar to the original Captain America yes, story. Yes, it was doing
1: Captain America yes. with just a lady now, yes.
0: and it was like, "All right, what are we doing?" No,
1: th- so this one was totally like unique, random, and that, That's what you want from a what if comic. Yes, that it was. It, it was great.
0: I enjoyed it very much. Uh, the fact that they're getting all these actors to do the voices, uh it really helps. It really helps, and very bittersweet to see that uh, it was. Chadwick Boseman's final appearance as T'Challa.
1: I believe he has... There is one more episode with this character, oh. uh, T'Challa. So, but this was... But this this what-if thing was, was his last thing that he did yeah. for Marvel. So, th- like, so like that was that. kind
0: of bittersweet. Like, because <clears throat> even when the episode aired... Now, remember, Chris Evans didn't do the voice of Captain America in episode one. So, I really didn't think... It was actually Chadwick Boseman's voice in this until the very end, where they show like the in memorial thing, like or in memory of, and then I see the credits and I'm like, wow! Like he actually, did, like what did he do this from his deathbed, basically? Like,
1: like you imagine how sick? Like he's just he was amazing to to do that, uh, and he's just so charismatic. The character is great as as Star Lord. Just it really was a very
0: fun episode. Like the way they portrayed it, the way they wrote it. And the, um, the interaction with the guard, who's played by uh, Jimon Hansu, yes, oh so my good, God, where he's like such a fanboy for Star Lord, such a fan, oh my goodness, oh, it's Star Lord, Star Lord, <laughs> <Look, laughs> so good, Just so good, uh, very good episode, definitely, you guys go check that one out. You know,
1: we're talking about the voices on that show. You know, that was really Benicio del Toro. Yes. Which is like. But like, I don't know what the fuck he was doing because it sounded like someone trying to do a Benicio that it was. I don't know what he was doing there. (laughs) Uh, Everyone else did a great job with the voice actor. Check it out. Uh, This week's episode. I believe there's two episodes. uh, It's a Black Widow, Nick Fury thing. I'm not sure what the is it, uh, is
0: it. I was under the impression that it was two separate episodes, but I could be wrong.
1: I'm not sure. I just I just saw something about Black Fury and uh, Black Fury. Black Fury. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it uh, <laughs> about Black Widow because she's not doing the voice. Scarlett Johansson. Okay. So so that's why. That's the only reason I knew what that it was that but uh definitely uh watch that show we'll keep talking about it every week bringing it up because uh we're enjoying it so far so good
0: yeah it's uh just something to have a little fun with and you know nothing that is all uh too time consuming you know it's about a half hour episode each week so that's perfect very snackable
1: snackable joe look at the time my goodness i think it's time for me to hit some music
0: I think that's a great idea. Let's do it.
1: It is now time for the big finish.
0: Hey, Joe, we got ourselves a big finish. Woohoo. Hey, Michael Gomez, got something for me?
1: <laughs> uh, today's big finish. Top three Harry Potter teachers. Ooh, professors, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Professors. Here we go.
0: Alright I don't even know man, Where to start Let me think for a I, Okay ah. The number one for me As a professor Is going to be Remus Lupin I
1: was gonna say I love him He's the best I, He was definitely On my list
0: Yeah so Lupin Who is there to, uh, Teaches Harry How to fight off Dementors use chocolate to recover from the effects of a Dementor, teaches him how to use his Patronus, and then it's revealed it's actually one of his dad's best friends so f- from back when they were in school. And he's a werewolf! And he's a werewolf! <laughs> it's the best! <laughs> that's probably the most important part, and I just like kind of like buried the lead there.
1: <laughs> oh, no, that's great. He was a great professor, great to Harry, and yes, he's a werewolf, so he's triple awesome. Very good. Uh, McGonagall, McGonagall, my goodness, can't speak. Uh, I'm a fan. Headmistress, come on.
0: Yeah, um, I, she'd be up there for me. She has a very endearing personality where she's, yes. she's she's hard, but you can tell she Beloved. cares. She's got a heart of gold, but you know, under that rough exterior.
1: And some some of us Harry Potter fans feel that she's a closeted. A uh, gambler, just gambling on that Quidditch match. We just—it's something you we, know we picked I, up on.
0: hundred percent. There's always, there's always some little thing she's got going on with Professor Snape.
1: <laughs> so we think she's got that gambling itch, and it's just more endearing. Who knew?
0: Uh, next one for me is going to be Mad Eye Moody, Alistair Moody, because that's a good one. That fucking eye is fucking horrible to look at, <laughs> and I would have I would I would have gotten kicked out of that class had I been one of the little wizard boys in there because I would not be able to start. like like the scene in Wayne's World Two where they're sitting with the guy with the no pigment in his eye and they just can't stop but make references to it. That would be me.
1: Cross the lowercase j. G- <laughs> We're got? gonna
0: cross those t's and dot those <laughs> lowercase j's. <laughs> That's it.
1: Uh time's up. Um let's see. Now I wouldn't say he's uh a good professor, but I'm a fan of Lockhart and his just bullshitting his way. So this was through gonna the be my next one too. I I love I it. <laughs> absolutely
0: love the character of Gilderoy Lockhart. He's so the good. worst professor. He's a horrible person. And it's just, but the way they write him and the way he's portrayed in the movie uh, Chamber of Secrets by Kenneth Branagh is just, is positively delightful. Just such a well-fleshed out character. So good. I love it. Look at us
1: having two of the same top three. Boy, oh boy.
0: Look at that.
1: And we did it relatively in the two minutes. It was pretty close to wrapping it up in time. We're getting back. Yeah, Gorilla Monsoon, back in the flow of things. on that
0: pencil, but I don't have to listen to him. <laughs>
1: oh, so that's it for this week's Car Jomez podcast. Uh, hit him with some plugs, Joe.
0: Remember to follow us on all social media at Car Jomez. Like I said, send us a photo Of you subscribing to this podcast with the hashtag belly button splash and I will send you an autographed 8 by 10. I've got some Yoko Shuna ones left. I've got some revolting blob ones left. I'll even let you pick which one you want. Uh, You can follow me personally across social media at the Joe Shoes.
1: I'm the Gomez 154 on Twitter. And
0: um, ensure that you are subscribed and leave a five-star review wherever you get this, because that helps us spread the word, get the message out, and hopefully get really, really rich. Because who doesn't want that? We are very <sighs> materialistic on. people and we want to buy things. <sighs> I
1: love buying shit. Oh, it's the best.
0: Gomez needs to buy his kissables, then now that he's found that they still exist.
1: I do, and I got to pay for tolls to get there. You know, it's a long drive. Gas Gas is
0: not cheap right now.
1: (laughs) It's five hours to get to Hershey, people. Come on. (laughs) Oh, yes. So until next week, Joe. I put in a dollar. I
0: win a car. Ka-ching. One, two, one.
1: A I, put a in, I got a car. I put a dollar in, I got a car. I put a dollar in, I got a car. I put a dollar in. I, I, in I okay, a I think I get it.